and welcome to another episode of Dazzle's Pod. I'm still your host. My name is Dazzle, your favorite emotional intelligence coach. Welcome, welcome. You know, I'm so glad that we are here. The last episode of season one. And thank you. Thank you for always listening to my podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for the feedback. I do not take it for granted. Thank you for the love, for the support. It's overwhelming. So welcome to episode 10 of season one. The last episode of season one. And um like i said there's going to be questions and answer segments with dazzle and i have some questions here already i'll be doing justice to each of the questions with the little that i know and i sincerely hope that you are able to pick a thing or two don't go anywhere i have a very important message at the end of this podcast and trust me you want to listen to it it's a very very important one so to question one the first question here says how do you control strong feelings of dislike for a person hmm that's that's a very a very um big one how do you control strong feelings of dislike for a person now at the root of every feeling there is a cause at the root of every feeling there is a cause so um the first thing you need to do is to find out why you dislike this person now you cannot dislike anybody without a reason it's either you are shying away from the reason or you do not want to admit to the reasons there is nothing like i just dislike the person there's no reason it might be a preconceived notion it might be an assumption but there is always always a root cause so this is the first thing you are going to tackle you need to tackle where the dislike is coming from is it what you heard about the person is it what the person did to you is it what you heard about people from a particular place and then this person is from that place you need to tackle that first now when you realize this when you come to the understanding of why you um dislike this person then you need to approach a discussion with the person now if the person is not someone you have access to then you need to deal with yourself first um if it's something that has to do with the behavior of the person or, or something you need to understand that people are not their behaviors people are not their emotions you need to separate people from their behaviors and then you love people love is love is easier than dislike when you dislike people it's a burden on you you are not um you are not free every time you see the person something goes on in your head and the funny thing is the person might not even know but in case it is mutual you both dislike each other you need to approach a conversation with this person um i'll just move on to the next question because i want to make this as short as possible the next question here says how do i filter regrets out of memories (laughs) now um it is a process uh there are some memories that we wish um were not in existence there are some things that we wish that oh why did i do this oh i've been there I'm, i'm still there sometimes i there are some things that i wish i didn't do but then the deed is done 
so what you have to do is every time these things come to your knowing every time you remember the thing that you did or the things that you regret you try to um reframe it what like what i mentioned on the last episode cognitive reframing you reframe it you look at it from another lens because now that i look at the things i've done some of my mistakes i tell myself that those mistakes are the reasons why there is dazzle they are the reasons why um dazzle is dazzle they they make up they make up dazzle they make up everything that has to do with me they are the reasons why my story is complete they are the reasons why i can share a part of myself with people and then there's a form of relatability you know so um i try to make sure that i just reframe whatever is coming to my head so um i'll take the next question this one says that what happens when someone who hurts you pretend like they did nothing now for you to say they are pretending did they say that they were pretending or you assumed that they were pretending now um there are times that we just assume that people know that they hurt us sometimes they don't even know one of the hardest things to do is approaching difficult conversations and if you want to be emotionally intelligent you need to learn how to approach difficult conversations sit this person down and tell them how exactly you feel sit them down tell them um this is how i feel about what you did wanting wanting and all that just make sure that you are communicating your heart to this person so it is not it is not proper for you to just assume that they intentionally hurt you and then they are looking away no approach a conversation with them now after you approach a conversation if they still now feel like okay um i'm not going to apologize or i didn't hurt you i want you to know that your feelings are valid your feelings are very valid you felt hurt and then they are not holding up to it it's fine this is where you also now need to go back to yourself and then tackle the issue with yourself that is if they do not accept that they have hurt you now the next question here says that how do i manage a friend that talks too much i want to tell the friend without hurting the friend now um everything's there now it's i'll just quickly say this that i like these questions that are coming because most of these questions are what season two is going to be all about if you notice season one was more about um intrapersonal relationships that is relationship with yourself season two is going to be more about relationship with other people so um most of this issue i'm going to be tackling them in season two but for the sake of answering this question how to manage a friend that talks too much you want to tell the friend without hurting them approach a conversation now there are so many things we can solve if we talk to each other and not talk about each other we spend so much time talking about each other you report this person to this person but you don't report the person to themselves you don't approach a conversation with them now how do you approach a conversation with them you need to know that um we all have different levels of absorbance the way we absorb things are quite different so you need to walk up to this person sit the person down make them know see i appreciate your friendship i like what we have and then it really works for me 
mention the things that you like about them massage their ego make sure that you are making them feel welcomed you are not just going to attack their personalities nobody's going to take that lightly with you approach a conversation with them so um the next question yes says um talk more on how we should say no and turn some things down when offered now this boils down to self-awareness and self-regulation once you know yourself you know the things you are capable of and then somebody is bringing you an offer you know that you cannot work with now saying no may be hard you might start with words like i don't think that would be possible i don't think i'll be able to do that i don't think it is comfortable for me things like that and then gradually you get to the point where you can actually say no this is not this is not for me i'm sorry i can't take that you know so but you should be bold enough to to um say no or reject an offer that is not working well for you tell them to their faces i'm really sorry it cannot work for me i'm really sorry i won't be able to do this and that you know you should be able to talk the next question here says um excessive okay excessive defensive how can it be controlled okay how can i control excessive when i'm excessively um defensive and i've been trying to stop it for a long time now um if you've read my book mirror conversations there was a part where i said that a lot of things actually masquerade themselves as self-confidence ego pride can look like self-confidence but they are not self-confidence they are actually what they are they are ego they are pride now when you become excessively defensive when people point out your wrongdoings to you then you really need to watch it now you need to know that it is a deliberate process it's not something that that would jump on you i used to be someone that loves to argue a lot i would I would argue so much because I know how to get my facts, I know how to get my data. So I feel like I know what I am saying and whatever the pe- the other person is saying may not be right. But these days I've learned to just look. I just look. It's not it doesn't take away what I know. It doesn't it doesn't change what I know. It doesn't delete what I know. It simply means that I have learned that the way I might go about it might hurt another person. And I don't want to hurt people unnecessarily because of fickle things. If you look at the things that you are even being defensive about, you might just realize that they have little or no effect on your day-to-day activity. But you just want to, you just want to flex muscle. You just want to show people that you know things. So you need to watch it. But it's a deliberate process. You need to, you need to practice what I like to call the pause button every time things come to you in a rush you don't have to always reply pause look at the weight of what you're about to say and the effect of it thereof like how would you feel at the end of all this um next question this one says um africans incorporating cultures and some norms in our climbs and personal beliefs into their children okay um like I said, this is part of things I hope to discuss in the next season, but I'll just quickly um, touch it briefly. Um, one of the places you need emotional intelligence most in um, in our culture or just generally 
as africans is you need emotional intelligence in african homes i mean how you deal with your parents and how you deal with your siblings now we all have our personal beliefs some of which stems from things that do not even have any holding you hear uh maybe your old people or people around you people that are old enough they just tell you things like um don't marry from this part of the country they are very wicked if you ask them what happened they can tell you that um, they lived with them when they were in 19 something and then they did this and that they just usually have a story that backs it up which may not correspond with our current reality now it doesn't mean that you have to invalidate their feelings so you have to invalidate whatever it is that they are saying what it simply means is that they know something that you don't know but whatever it is that they know does not correspond with your current reality what do you have to do communicate now sometimes when we communicate we communicate wrongly we communicate with the notion that this person should understand what i am saying immediately no that's not it and then you uh, you might need to go back to listen to my episode on um how to listen sometimes we don't know how to listen to what the other person is saying so we just listen to respond instead of um, listening empathically so you should listen to empathic listening one of my episodes you need to understand the angle the person is coming from it makes it very easy for you to present your case now i understand that sometimes it may not be easy um african parents can be really 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 hard to to talk with but it's a process however this is what i'm going to advise in everything you do do not pretend do not say because they would not allow you to do some certain things you do it behind them and then at the end of the day everything will scatter and then they'll feel like so you've been pretending and all that just make sure you are real you are not compromising on the things that you are so sure of that they are right and true and then just be and just be um very very careful with the way you communicate with them because really you don't want to hurt or offend your parents so um next questions okay i think we're almost done with the question so this one says how do i stop overreacting i overreact to everything joy sadness and everything now um there is really no there is no um level that you can get to there's no level of um overreacting or underreacting there's nobody that has put um a a banner over it or they just say this is the this is the level you can be happy to this is the level you can be sad to there is no there is no gauge for knowing that however um if it starts to get to the point where some emotions are going on through you and then they limit your productivity first the first thing is to acknowledge the emotion acknowledge it yes i am sad i am really really sad right now and then don't be in a haste to challenge the emotion i'm sad i need to get out of this sadness fast no why are you sad address it okay then you now start to look at it you create a new pattern now this is this is a old business on its own so i'm just going to touch it a little you might need to still send a message to me or if you listen to the end you will still get 
you might just want to plug into what i have for you at the end of this podcast however like i said there's no bar for overreacting or underreacting but when it begins to limit your productivity then you there are some patterns that you need to follow there are some patterns there are some things you need to there are some things you need to address um you you need to ask yourself questions like uh, if i stay sad what's going to happen to me or if there are so many things you need to do that day and then at the end of the day you are not doing those things and then it's affecting other parts of your life then it really 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 needs to be addressed it really needs to be addressed so um this question says do you feel emotionally down or you have become immune ha <laughs> okay um i feel like this is an assumption about emotional intelligence a lot of persons i've had people suggest this to me that ah, now that you know so much about emotional intelligence that means you must be so strong emotionally nope um i still feel sad i still feel happy there are even times i don't understand my feelings there are times that i'm like what is going on and then i just have to go on a mental break so every emotion that happens to you also happens to me it's just that i understand it better i'm more self-aware now and then i understand self-management i have adequate social skills i understand how to be empathetic with myself and i also understand how to be empathetic with other people so let's just say the difference between my former self and myself now is adequate self-management i know how to manage myself effectively i i understand that nobody can make me sad unless i let them nobody can make me happy unless i let them and so many things like that i understand that situations might not go as i planned but then I don't have to beat myself too hard over it. I understand when to take a rest. I understand when to do certain things now. So that's just it. I've not become immune. I still feel sad. I feel I feel down and all sorts, but I just understand self-management better. So um this next question says, how do you stay inspired? How do you stay inspired? This is closely related to what I just said. Um, I also have my times. I also have times where I feel like, ah, what is going on? Maybe I'll just stop. Maybe I'll just hit. I'll just pause and all of those things. But um, I've come to realize that um, there are lots of things that are attached to me. There are so many things I need to. I need to get done. I understand the place of purpose, and I understand the place of making sense with life. So I would not stop until I tick all the boxes. And the funny thing is, the boxes cannot be exhausted, because as I journey through life, I keep seeing new things that I can come up with. So those are the things that inspire me. Basically, I. I feel like nobody has walked the path that I have walked. Yes, I learn from other people's experiences, but my journey is so peculiar that it, the world will miss a lot if I don't exist, if I don't do that which I have been sent to do. So those are the things that inspire me basically. And then I have friends, I have I have people that um people that believe so much in me and because even on days that i don't trust my own judgment i just i just tap into the strength i tap into the beliefs that they have in me and then 
it always my strides um so the last question here says i think it's closely related to what i just said she says what motivates you the lives attached to me the lives i need to torch the things i need to do and all that those are the things that motivates me and then god god ultimately that's that's the banner of it all because um is the giver of peace is the only one that can that even in the midst of turbulence you just have this peace that that is not wavering that peace is just there secured even when things don't go right there's just god there holding your hands and say walk with me and then i've come to realize and also hold the place of god so high so these are the things that keeps me motivated and keeps me inspired like i said i have my down times but then jesus over it all yeah so those are the questions that i have thank you thank you and i must confess my mouth is paining me however we've come to the end of the last episode of season one so to my major major announcement i have a course for july a self um, awareness and self management course and then i am giving out this course at a very um at a giveaway price or how do they put it trying to sound like all those marketers now it is at a giveaway price it is just three thousand naira for three days on whatsapp i'll be taking court one court two and court three uh the registration for court one starts and hence this week please plug into it you really need it i'll be working with you with audios and also worksheets and i also have a bonus toolkit for you the stay motivated toolkit how to always stay motivated i have all of these things packed together in this course and it is just for three thousand naira. you can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms to buy this course it is just three thousand naira. reach out to me on dazzle speaks on twitter and um Dazzle speaks on Instagram, or you can send me a message on WhatsApp 0701145 This course will not be like that for a long time. It's just for a short period of time in July. And trust me, you want to plug into this one. You are going to be learning a lot of things about self-awareness and self-management. So see you in class. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I know the episode is incredibly long, but then why not? It's the last episode in season one. See you next time.